Hello and welcome to this week's episode of This is the Future. My name is Dayo Moyo. I trust you had a super splendid and productive week. I was actually planning on speaking on when geniuses failed to succeed this week, but two things happened and altered my course. First, my students and I watched the movie titled Ishki last week Friday. Ishki is an Indian movie about a passionate teacher, Nana, who had Tourette syndrome. Now, for those who are not familiar with Tourette syndrome, it's a neurological disorder that causes what is known as tic. Now, tic can manifest itself in various ways. For some victims, it causes eye blinking or coughing repetitively or some other facial movement that is uncontrollable. In Nana's case, she makes uncontrollable sounds like hiccups and sometimes she has to eat a shin repeatedly with the back of her palm. Although Nana wanted to teach so badly, for five years she kept applying and applying and was rejected and rejected. Obviously, no one wanted to employ someone who makes funny sounds and sometimes it's for, it was for the sake of the students but other times, the school administrators could not just wrap their head around employing someone with obvious disability. At last, Nana was offered employment to teach a problematic class no other teacher wanted. Now, on the first day at school, she stumbled upon her students, placing a bed that she would not last. Her first encounter with them, they poked fun at the way she spoke and went as far as rapping, comparing the sounds she makes to the sound of a rat. To end the day, unknown to her, the student had placed the faulty seat behind her desk, and as soon as she rested her weight on it, it crumbled, and she fell, accompanied by the mockery of the students. It was no doubt that these students were rebels, hardcore rebels, they were annoying, they were frustrating. They were rebels. But before you judge them, let me tell you a background story. These 14 so-called rascals of a student lived and schooled in a slum previously until their school was pulled down and they had to be integrated in a prestigious school. At the onset, these so-called rascals tried to mix up with the elite students but were not accepted. They were placed in 9F class, associated with an infamous moniker, 9 for failure. Before long, the students started misbehaving. The fact that they were struggling students and from an inferior social status made them sensitive to how the school system, teachers and administrators treated them. No one gave them hope. No one gave them a chance. No one believed in them. In the end, they lost belief in themselves and they rebelled. As striking as Ishki's plot was, it wasn't sufficient a reason to change my podcast topic, considering the fact that I'd already designed a digital poster for it. But midweek, something else happened. I stumbled on a book. The Freedom Writer's Diary. 
Now, if you've not um, watched the Freedom Writers, which is a film and a derivative of the di diary, and you've not read the Freedom Writer diary, I strongly recommend that you watch the film and read the book. Now, unlike Ishki, it's not fiction. It's true life. Similar plots, struggling students came in contact with a passionate teacher, in this case, Erin Groer. The reason why I think that the Freedom Writer's Diary is a gem is because it gives us a real insight into the minds of students, especially struggling students. I read the first diary's entry and I was hooked. For you to get my point, I've decided to quote it verbatim. So the first entry said, Dear Diary, I always thought that odd was a three-letter word. But today, I find out that it was... I found out it has seven and spells G-R-U-W-E-L-L. -L. My freshman English teacher is way out there. I wonder how she got this job. The administrators should have known better than to give her this class. But I guess she didn't know any better than to take it. How is she going to handle four classes full of this school's rejects? Most people at this school doubt that we can even read or write. She probably drives a new car, lives in a three-story building, or sorry, lives in a three-story house, and owns like 500 pairs of shoes. It seems to me that she belongs across the hall with the distinguished scholars. Yeah, she would fit in nicely there. She and those supposedly gifted white kids who think they are better than everybody else. She walked in here on, I'm sweet and I care about you mode. It's not going to work. We all know she's going to treat us like everyone else has. The worst part is, I'm pretty sure she thinks she is the one who is going to change us. She alone, the too young and too white to be working here teacher, is going to reform a group of helpless, sure to drop out kids from the hood. I can't deny the fact that this class does seem like a bad rerun of cops, though, and she has the records to prove it. She will probably sit us in alphabetical order to try to stop any fights. Right now, she's probably deciding who she's going to transfer out. Zua, I'm sure we are below average kids. No one told her about when she was getting her credentials. And on, and on, and on. My goodness, do I need to elaborate? super sensitive struggling students. It reads meaning into every subtle thing, the clothes, the body language, even what it feels the teacher was thinking. So the big question is, as a teacher, how do you help the super sensitive struggling students? See, permit me to read an excerpt from Ms. Grewe's entry in the diary before I elaborate. And for clarity and brevity's sake, I will just um, kind of sift through the entry so that we can understand it better. Ah, 
I'm so frustrated. But I don't know if I'm more frustrated with the students or the system. Although they are a pain, they are just kids. But adults created the system. The system separates them and they are stereotyped as basic. But in reality, they are anything but basic. In many ways, they are extraordinary. But even though the labels have changed over the years, from bonehead to remedial to basic, the effects are still the same. It's almost like this case has scarred from the get-go. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if you tell kids they are stupid, directly or indirectly, sooner or later, they start to believe it. Even though a lot of people have given up on them, I refuse to believe they are a lost cause. Even though their reading scores don't indicate that they are smart in the conventional sense, it's amazing how savvy they are. They are a walking encyclopedia when it comes to pop culture, culture, quoting the lines from their favorite movies verbatim or reciting every lyric from the latest rap CD. I think the key is to build on what they already know. Wow. Like, wow. I'm all Friends, see, I'm in love with this t-shirt. She just summed it up. So when you ask the question, how do we help super sensitive struggling students? The answer is, you must really believe in their potential. And yes, I say potential. And for you to believe in their potential, it takes eyes of faith and compassion to see past through the veil of their current ability. And you see, you can't fake it. It's like smoke. As soon as the students see that you are genuine and not like the others, the majority, I tell you, you will do wonders with them. They will surprise you. You see, I started this podcast with the fictional film Ishki. Let me end with it. Despite Nana's disability, she was able to show to show a class that she truly believed in them. The results was miraculous. They all passed their exams. In Miss Gruwer's case, the worst struggling students became model students, many of whom they um, kind of turned out to be the first to attend college in their families. I was inspired. You see, when I watched the film with my students, I was very, very much inspired. And I do hope that as from today, as teachers, we go over the board and do more than um, what the educational system and our administrators want and require us to do to make sure that these struggling students we have here and everywhere are inspired to do more than they think they can achieve this is all i have for you on today's episode of this is the future please share the link of this episode with friends and colleagues i also like to hear from you your stories your experiences you can send me a mail. It's a kundayomoyo at gmail.com. That is E-K-U-N-D-A-Y-O-M-O-Y-O 
at gmail.com. Until I come your way next week, keep learning.